0: Welcome. Welcome, guys, gals, and, and non-binary, non-binary pals. Why do they hate Miranda? You're listening to... I Couldn't Help But Podcast.
1: Carrie is the fucking worst. An unofficial Sex in the City podcast. Hosted by... Joe Daniel Montelongo.
0: And Paige Clarno. Charlotte, shut the
1: fuck up. Um, what am I
0: listening to? Sick.
1: Nobody says it the other way. It has to be Nevada.
0: Are you kidding? And if you
1: don't what say it correctly, and it didn't happen to me, but it happened to a friend of mine, who was killed. So but but think of it. Oh. meth overdoses in Nevada are up 20 I'll tell you this. If you pronounce Nevada incorrectly, Nevadans, Nevadans will not vote for you. No. <laughs> Maybe he did you've us just, a favor. You
0: just lost <laughs> Nevada Trump. <to> <laughs>
1: Uh, that's uh, a
0: perfect hold open to the podcast. Uh, well, yeah. We're not
1: that kind of podcast. Sorry, we will redirect.
0: <laughs> We're not. We're just saying that if you mispronounce our state, uh, we'll murder you.
1: That's yeah. all. Just very simple. <laughs> I think in most cases you might be able to give the president some credit. Not in this case.
0: <laughs> no. No. I don't think you can ever give him any credit personally, but that's just me.
1: I will say this. I'm from California. I do not understand people's need to correct people pronouncing Nevada incorrectly. It's just so... I think it's rude.
0: I don't know. Like, wouldn't you get pissed off if everybody started calling you Rondi?
1: Well, you're just stupid <laughs> at that point. I don't know. I guess it was just I was taught not to correct people like that.
0: Oh, see? We were never taught that here in Nevada.
1: I saw Laverne Cox speak... At UNR, and she actually said Nevada, and someone in the front was, "It's Nevada," mm-hmm. and I was like, "It's fucking Laverne Cox, shut up."
0: <laughs> yeah, no, we don't have that kind of filter. We did that in, um in elementary school. There was a speaker, like during one of the assemblies. No, not in elementary school. In high school, and we, all corrected the entire. Shut there wasn't a single up. person. In that gym that didn't all say, it's Nevada, all of us.
1: Either way. Oh, well. <laughs> Fuck Trump. Register to vote, please. Don't vote for Trump.
0: <laughs> Register to vote unless you were voting for Trump and then maybe wait until next time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do that.
0: Perfect. Well, welcome to I Couldn't Help the Podcast yet again. Um, back by popular demand, obviously, Randy. Aww. <laughs> and we figured that the last episode was kind of crappy. So, it was kind of a
1: dull one, I will say.
0: Uh, so we're going to go ahead and, and just do it again and do another one. A better one, I feel. Um, you had pointed out that this last season is a little schizophrenic. and It's very rough. Like, yeah, it just it definitely doesn't have, like, a focus. It doesn't focus up until the second half.
1: Yeah, I you know I've watched Texas City multiple times, never in chronological order, and also I never actually watched to analyze it before. But um yeah. Do
0: you hate it now? You're like I oh. don't know.
1: I don't Okay, that's a strong word. But <laughs> cuz I love Texas di- City. Mm-hmm. But uh between last episode and this episode, huge difference.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's still weird aspects of it. Like Carrie crying all the time.
1: Yeah, bad crying, bad acting. Bad, bad acting. Horrible.
0: Yeah, I don't, and I don't understand why. Like, I can't wrap my head around that. Like, I understand getting overcome with emotion and being upset that somebody that you love is going through something, but just to randomly sob like that.
1: It wasn't random. Don't like, be Nelson. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was a little random. Wasn't it?
1: No, I thought she was crying every time something about his heart came up.
0: Right, but I mean, it was still an over-acting choice. Oh,
1: yeah. Her, well, yeah.
0: Like, getting upset, looks on your face, and then just going like, no, it's fine, I'm fine. Or bursting into tears, like,
1: "Mm -hmm."
0: yeah, a little much.
1: Sarah Jessica Parker could have done that anyways.
0: True, true, true let um let's go into it so this is season six part a uh episode 11 the domino effect big is back in new york miranda is torn as to how to best introduce steve to her new boyfriend dr leeds smith and samantha's relationship hits an odd plateau odd indeed incredibly odd um so who would you like to start with this episode Mm
1: Let's end with Carrie, since we started with Carrie last time. End
0: with Carrie. I love it. Let her wait. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then, do you want to go with Charlotte first, since she had kind of the least to do?
1: Oh, yeah. Two in a row. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Charlotte practically got overshadowed by Steve this episode.
1: She did. She did.
0: Like, I almost want to just keep crossing it out and be like, you know what? Charlotte didn't show up this episode. But she did a little bit. So she, um, from a few episodes ago, there was a lady who married a gay man. Oh, yeah. And now all of a sudden, she's pregnant. (laughs) And who knows how that happened? I don't, not me. Um, But she said that she went to a doctor, Dr. Mao.
1: Yeah, Dr. Mao. Um, The baby maker Mao.
0: Yeah, the baby maker Mao. But it's acupuncture. It's not like IVF or anything. It's acupuncture to get pregnant apparently you have to take herbs and you have to have a tea every day that was a
1: full waiting room of that episode it
0: was a huge it like that i realized that that was before times but now it's covid times and i was like y'all need to some of you need to wait in the hallway it was so packed and i was like stressed about it i would have walked out i would have been like you know what who needs a baby not me gotta go
1: (laughs) i personally cannot speak any more highly of acupuncture it's amazing
0: so you you in the episode i love this because you were like she's like all of this stuff is in different places so different placed needle right it means different things and like none of the stuff that she had the first round was for like fertility
1: yeah because the first round and i only know this because i have these points done too She has like two in her like high cheek area that's for allergies so on each side of your nose she has one in the middle of her forehead which is for relaxation and i think she had two other ones i can't remember where they were but they are not for fertility but she had like five whereas the second one she had like 30. she had a lot a lot
0: but yeah i would i've always been scared of it so what did you
1: when did you start i went to acupuncture two and a half years ago just for some physical stuff and i have not stopped since i personally love it i don't know what your nice. affliction is with needles
0: um when i was young i stopped growing and i didn't know why uh and my mom would sort of like spring all of these blood tests on me like we would just be driving and then she would turn a corner and i would know that she was going to like the lab core. it it's like
1: the dog in the vet situation
0: yeah and my my veins are very deep and hard to find oh right and so, me and needles don't get along. They're
1: not taking blood. They're just putting them in.
0: I Yeah, I still...
1: If you can take a dick and take a needle, <laughs> it's fine.
0: <laughs> Though I don't disagree with you. Uh, I still would rather not take the needle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she... Um, the second time around, Charlotte... Um, like, there's a protest or something outside oh yeah and she was just like dr Mao, i can't concentrate it's too loud out there and he says listen the city will never shut up
1: oh i love that line
0: you have to learn to block it out mm-hmm. and i did i love that too this is <laughs> i love my the little snoring asmr sounds from yes yeah, don't mind
1: my dogs they're 16 years old and they sleep 20 hours a day
0: the, the, which you know what living the best life Yes. If I could do that, I would do that too.
1: God, it's the best sleep ever, I swear. <laughs> I wish I was deaf sometimes so I could sleep as soundly as they do. Oh my gosh, yes. And I know sign language, so I'll be okay.
0: Oh, uh, I want to learn sign language. Ooh, it's very
1: good. Definitely I do it.
0: I feel like theater people should always have sign language as like their minor so yeah. that they can communicate backstage.
1: Yeah, but I saw a production of Hunchback last year in Sacramento, mm-hmm. and Quasimodo was a deaf guy, so he was signing the whole entire time, and so he had a little Aww. gargoyle following him, a really hot gargoyle following him and singing <laughs> for him. Oh, it was so good.
0: That's so sweet. They did a
1: tour of Spring Awakening once with Sand language. Really? Mm-hmm.
0: I love that. We're like, I feel like with COVID, with everything happening, we're focusing up on things that have always been a problem. And I think accessibility is like our next wave oh, huge, right now, and huge. I love it. Like, like closed caption everything. <laughs> like, yes. like sign language, all of it. I'm a super huge fan of that.
1: I like turn on closed caption just to watch a TV show. Yeah, it makes a huge difference.
0: I w- I don't watch anything without closed captioning because I think I have like not. I don't have a hearing problem, but I think I have like an auditory processing slight issue. Because there's so many times, like if you say something to me and then someone says something right after, I immediately forget what the first thing was. Oh yeah, I short term, to, long term. Yeah, like I can't concentrate or like focus up unless it's one thing at a time.
1: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, what a good thing sign language. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, my dogs <laughs> snore. They're so old, aren't they precious though? They're,
0: they're the sweetest. I love mm. them. They're so
1: cute. But yeah, I loved Charlotte. I love Charlotte. She's, you know, she's always like happy-go-lucky, romantic. She's always big about the family. Mm -hmm. And so, of course, she's going to try everything she can to have a child. I root for that.
0: Yes. And I, it's weird that we haven't seen Harry in a while. And it just feels like she's just having a child by herself.
1: Yeah. That was kind of odd that she didn't like talk to Harry about it at all. Not that she needs to, but that he didn't come to the picture.
0: Right. Well, and they never really talk. They didn't show them saying we want to have children
1: oh yeah you know
0: like at all she was just gonna go and then get pregnant and surprise him maybe
1: (laughs) like that's weird well you've been following this has an episode where she finds out that she can't have a child not yet oh okay
0: yeah or we'll wait a second maybe that was with trey
1: that she oh it was with Trey. it was with trey so she does know that like
0: there's difficulties but not impossibilities tilted uterus no, I don't think a tilted uterus makes a difference with fertility. Something. Um, but she has. No, it's Miranda who has a lazy ovary. But had yeah. a baby anyway. Yeah. So I can't remember. I've got nothing.
1: I can't remember either.
0: <laughs> Ugh. That's. Yeah. But anyway, well, but she, she is goes, a charlotte. But yeah, she does go and is able to indeed block out the city that she doesn't like because she runs back into whatever Muffy or Miffy or oh yeah whatever the hell her name is and she just the starts beard, talking the beard of the baby yeah yeah no <laughs> Yeah, so Samantha. When they run into her at the beginning of the episode, is like so gauche about it. She was just like, and she's married to a fag. I'm oh like, my god! I'm like, whoa!
1: That caught me off guard. I was, I was like, ooh, damn, TV, man.
0: Yeah, well, it's Darren Starr. So I think back in the early two thousands, he thinks he can get away with that shit.
1: Well, they just did it earlier when we were watching the episode of Younger. <laughs>
0: Did they say fag? Then? Yeah, they did. They did. I was stunned. So then he hasn't learned. So, dear Darren Starr, step the fuck up.
1: I don't know. Maybe it's a maybe it's an fag. actor reclaimed the word.
0: I mean, maybe. I don't know.
1: Don't call it to me, boys. I will beat you up.
0: <laughs> I don't. I I can't get involved in that because I don't have any call to.
1: Yeah, the last time someone called me a fag, it was at the Super Bowl last year, and someone walked by passingly and was like, "What up, fags?" and then tried to give us all high fives. And I looked at him and I said i'm not high-fiving you yeah it is like why and i was like you call me a fag and he was like chill out and i was like well you're still not getting a high five so go away <laughs> and he was offended
0: <laughs> you can't be reverse offended I, <laughs> I hate people that do that that's the
1: worst but, tragic
0: oh people that do that make me crazy um uh, but yeah charlotte achieved her very tiny goal i think the <laughs> this episode i think
1: so too <laughs> you should come with me for acupuncture
0: Oh, Scare shit out of me. I, I would know. be like, ah, I the love whole my time. doctor.
1: He's such a good acupuncturist. Think about it.
0: I'll think about it. I have
1: passes. It'd be free. They'd love me there. Oh my god. I'm a frequent flyer. I'd I be have, so scared. <laughs> I have the unlimited package. I used to go like four or five days a week.
0: <laughs> there have. What do you have a punch card for acupuncture? <laughs>
1: no, I just walk in now.
0: You just walk in and you're like, I just do it.
1: Yeah. He even invited me over to his place for New Year's Eve to make mochi with his family. That's how much he loves me.
0: Okay, so you're like, absolutely a friend of his. Oh yeah. I love that. Yeah. I will. I will think about going.
1: I swear by it. Everyone go. Modern acupuncture. Sparks.
0: Sponsor. <laughs> right. I'm gonna get you
1: a sponsor by the end of this. I promise.
0: Okay. I'm the I'm here for that. Yeah. We joke about that all the time where we're just like, uh, support our Patreon. We don't have a Patreon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my Venmo is. Or uh,
0: Yeah. Every once in a while, there's like, if there's a lull in the conversation, we'll be like, Casper mattresses.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you ever laid on one? No. You know, my brother got one. It's actually pretty comfy.
0: The Casper ones? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Surprisingly. Okay. Well, good for them. So- I don't trust
1: it. It so, like, but it's really comfortable. Hmm.
0: I have I probably need one in the next couple of years here I think a new mattress
1: my concern is how do you move
0: is it just is it really squishy or is it really hard
1: no it's really squishy but it's also like vacuum sealed, so you can like lift it around because when you open it up it just kind of like flops there oh and it's kind of like flubber I don't know how to put this thing back in the bag
0: that's wild that sounds like the purple mattresses too like they're all squished
1: I don't know
0: yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I can trust the squishy ones.
1: Mm, I like mine.
0: <laughs> which one's yours?
1: The Serta mm. Sleeper yeah. something.
0: is good. I have a certa Pillow.
1: Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's and, a good one. And
0: that's the best.
1: Mine's a bit firmer than the Casper one, though. And I think I quite like it.
0: I have like found that I like it a little bit firmer as I get older, mm. which is weird. But not too firm. I I... Sat for some friends um, and watched their cats a couple of weeks ago, and their bed is like sleeping on the floor. Mm. I was oh like, yeah. I was like, I can't handle this. I gotta go. That's I don't, tragic. Yeah, I was like, I don't know how you guys live like this, but but good for you, I guess.
1: <laughs> yeah, but Casper as a sponsor is probably big bucks.
0: It probably is. And then. Okay, perfect. That's so They'll probably give us free stuff too. Oh yeah. That's I, like the best part of a sponsor.
1: I'll quit my day job.
0: Yeah. I'll quit my day job if we get enough sponsors. Oh, so. my God. That'd be so good. <laughs> so that's Charlotte. Mm-hmm. She's good. Do you want? Who do you want to move on to? Sam or Miranda?
1: Miranda.
0: Miranda. Ooh, she was
1: so fun this episode. She
0: was great this episode. It was fun. I am
1: all about the empowerment of women. And if that looks like putting a man down just a little bit, I'm all for it.
0: I have to say, like, I really did. I, I didn't want to identify as much with this as I did. But, um, so is full on dating Dr. Robert now, mm-hmm. like they only had one kiss and one s- could have been hot except for she was wearing her bra sex session last episode. Mm-hmm. But now all of a sudden he's making her food in her apartment.
1: Oh my gosh, if a man was at home <laughs> making enchiladas when I walked into the door, I'd be sad. <laughs> Magda is like the best woman ever.
0: Magda like totally set it up. She was just like, oh, you're coming over? You wanna make food in this kitchen? This kitchen that only houses Hamburger Helper?
1: i'm surprised though you think miranda if she walked in he was standing there she'd be like what the fuck are you doing in my house
0: she really ran with it and usually she wouldn't be the person no. that would run with it i don't know that i would if i had sex with a guy one time and then suddenly i came home and he was in the apartment with potentially my child i think the kid was out i think the kid was with steve at that point yeah. so still in my apartment and i don't know how he got there
1: I don't know. Well, in the episode, she does say multiple times to Steve to show off that he's a doctor for the Knicks. So if I had a doctor who worked for the Knicks, who cooked me enchiladas and probably has a huge penis, I'd be maybe not very upset at all.
0: That's fair. I... Here's a key. Yeah. I mean, my mother would probably give a doctor a key to my apartment. Let's be real. I'm Jewish. So, like... Love that. That would be the pinnacle. She would be so thrilled if I married a doctor.
1: That's a wigwoman yet. I love it.
0: <laughs> but not anything else. No. <laughs> so there's that. But yeah, she... Uh, get she. He convinces her. Like, he's so good for her. He convinces her to take a personal day. She's never taken a personal day.
1: Oh, yes. And then Steve walks in on them having sex.
0: Oh, and that's so... like Cringy. First of all personal day just to sit around and have sex oh yeah i love you automatically like what an idea mm. i love that it
1: looked like good sex too
0: it did look like good like sex. really good sex. like i was very proud of her
1: like i forgot covid even was a thing watching them have sex
0: right yeah Ugh. i was just like get your life get it get it get it um and then steve just walks in because he needs to get some
1: Eardrops.
0: so yeah like eardrops <laughs> or something for the kid but like this is the thing you're just walking into somebody else she could have been masturbating she could have been taking a shower
1: but she's never taking a day off
0: true that's true she isn't technically supposed to be there so i suppose like it's okay but he could have heard them like right. how did you not hear them all the way to the bedroom
1: also think and you know what we're not together you do not need a key to my place
0: yeah well in their eardrops just go buy more.
1: I don't get it. Yeah weird setup
0: bit yeah, but they had to have the setup to get to of course this. So of course she's having hot sex. Steve gets so flustered that he runs into the wall yes and gives himself a bloody nose. What a rookie Ugh. Oh man I don't like I, I think that I if I had gotten caught or if i caught somebody else, I would do my best to be as quiet as possible and just go. Clearly. I feel like everybody in this in this show does their best to when they're surprised by something, they go, Oh my god, oh, oh, oh I'm so sorry. I'm gonna leave now, I'm gonna leave, I'm leaving, I'm leaving in five minutes, I'm leaving. Like everybody does that instead of I would have like stumbled upon it, gone, uh oh, and like completely left the entire apartment.
1: Or the opposite, just be like, good job, and then leave.
0: Right. There's even... I feel like there's an episode where Carrie walks in on Samantha having sex in her office. Is there? And she's very judgy about it. Oh, yes. I think
1: I remember that.
0: And I hate that. I'm like, why are you so judgy about... About, like, her having sex? Like, one, okay, yeah, it was a little wacky to just happen upon something like that. But...
1: It's sex. I don't have it.
0: It's sex. Like yeah, no big deal. I honestly, I feel like if I walked in on any of my friends having sex, I would be I would be quiet. I would walk out, and the next time I saw them, I would high five them so hard.
1: Honestly, I think I would probably just cry of laughter and then like,
0: "Fuck, I'm so sorry."
1: Slam <laughs> the door and just like laugh all the way down the hall.
0: Yeah. Well, that's fair. I don't know. I guess I don't know what I would do because it's never happened to me. I've never walked in on anyone having sex
1: ever. Well, that's good courtesy.
0: That's, I mean, yeah. I also have fairly acute hearing in the sense that if somebody's having sex, even if it's quiet sex, I can definitely hear it. So I'm not going to be the one to like throw open doors and be like, what's going on here, you guys? So. Mm.
1: Yeah. I love normalizing sex. It's such a good and appropriate thing to do.
0: Yes. I, love, I think it's great I love them anybody had sex I was talking to a friend last night um, and she mentioned that she she had had sex with somebody that she's had sex with prior and I was just like you know that I live for that sex you didn't tell me about this when did this happen Mm. tell me everything I want to know exactly what happened it's so great like I was very very happy for her
1: yeah oh good Good support
0: it was it was the best but I do, I also love that Miranda gets flustered and she was just like, oh, hey, here's my boyfriend. He's wildly successful and attractive.
1: He works for the Knicks. He's a doctor. Oh my God, who is that hottie walking outside? Sorry. <laughs> I love
0: that we have that for posterity.
1: <laughs> Some guy walking his
0: dog with a big old headphones Dude,
1: and he's it's shirtless. Thingy.
0: I'm like, it's only 80, sir.
1: I need to house <laughs> it for my parents more often.
0: You probably should. It's a it's great. Did you see him though? Yeah, no, I saw him. He was cute. Mm. I mean you've got definitely a lot of stuff going on here. There's the incredibly judgy neighbor across the street. I don't know
1: what she's doing. Is
0: she still out there? I
1: don't know, I don't see her. <laughs> okay. I don't know what possesses a woman to sit outside looking like I don't know, what are they, a hall monitor of the street or the neighborhood.
0: I just I wanna know people in general. Who sit in their garages with the doors open and spend time in their garages. You have a whole house.
1: Right. That's air
0: conditioned. So what are you doing hanging out? on the street or on your front porch or like anywhere for an extended period of time and
1: mind you it's fucking smoky outside yeah
0: it is literally hazardous to your health to be outside right now
1: nevada is being hotboxed by all these fucking fires (laughs) yeah
0: we really are
1: and karen is just chilling
0: karen's just out there making sure that like no one has any fun whatsoever when mm. I came in, she, she like, I felt bad. I almost drove away. She made me so nervous. <laughs> I know, I saw that. <laughs>
1: oh, Sorry. Got distracted yes. by a hot man. So that's excusable.
0: Listen, getting distracted is just part of the podcast.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> don't tell me a good time. But, yeah, I loved it. I loved, that was, like, the empowerment thing I was referring to earlier, where she was mm-hmm. like, this is my boyfriend. He's a doctor. Mm-hmm. He's wildly talented. He works for the Knicks.
0: Yes. And she she's funny because she, later with the girl, she was just like, I feel kind of bad that I was a little too, like, braggy about this. Like, I kind of threw it in Steve's face a little bit. And I'm like, yeah, you did. But you know what? He's been dating Trailer Trash Debbie for, like, ever. Oh, man, she was rough. She was... Well, there's the thing, is that she's... We've never seen her. This is the first time right. we've seen her in the series. But we've heard her before, and it was a totally different voice. Oh,
1: was it? Oh,
0: yeah. She, like, sounded super like jersey bridge and tunnel girl oh like you you super expected her to
1: like Snooky's walking down the street
0: look like fran drescher's ugly cousin
1: oh like you expected (laughs) to see
0: that and so the fact that she was hot and attractive once we met her i was like oh okay and then she tried to cop the voice but then she dropped it and i don't know if this is just a bad actress huh But like I was like, isn't she supposed to be from Jersey? And then the next second, she was just like, it was really nice to meet you guys. And then she was back to her regular voice, and I was like, what are you doing, ma'am?
1: I love how loose she was when they ran into each other at the park. I don't know if they ran into each other, but they were at the park. Mm -hmm. And then Miranda goes again saying, oh, yes, this is my boyfriend. He's a doctor. He works for the Knicks. He can give you courtside seats. And Steve's like, no, I don't need to. I'm proud of my nosebleeds. And right. Debbie's just like... It's, take the
0: tech of time. Take yeah. the tech I, Yes, I loved that. I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. But, like, I get that she she's younger than anybody. And stupid. And naive, yeah. yeah. And so, of course, she's not thinking about the actual, like, like pressure that's going on between yeah, everybody. Pride yeah, pride ego play. Yeah. And so she's, of course, like, oh, somebody's offering something nice. You should take it. They're offering something nice. Which... In any other situation, I guess, is kind of fair. But when it's someone's current boyfriend... I also... Like, this is one of the only times that I don't like Steve. Because he's been with Debbie for a long time now. hmm But all of a sudden, now that she has a boyfriend, now he's cranky about it. And that's bullshit.
1: Yeah. What a... Ugh. Oh, you're right. I don't like that.
0: I don't like that. And...
1: Well, they had that moment. So, right, at Miranda's, throughout this entire episode, is bragging about her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. He is kind of, like, showboating Debbie a little bit. And mm-hmm. then he has this moment at the very end of the episode where they're talking to each other. Right. At the door.
0: And he, he almost shoots his shot. Yeah. Like, he gets real close to being, like, I want to be with you. Which is bullshit, because he didn't want to be with her the whole time that he was with Debbie and she was alone.
1: Yes. Ew, what a child and a play toy kind of thing going on. Yeah. I like
0: Yeah, I don't really like it either. Um, but I did think that it was kind of interesting that when she was with the girls, uh, she she was just like, I feel kind of bad about it. Like, is it a competition? And Samantha was like, yes, it's a competition, and you're winning. Yeah. And I was just like, is it a competition? You said yes, and I want to know why.
1: Well, I think it's just, I think it's human nature that people, I don't know, want to best their exes.
0: That's fair. I never, like, whenever I'm dating somebody, I never want my ex to even know about it.
1: I don't want them to know. I don't need for them to know. But if there's a, like, if I, like, I saw my ex once, and he totally gained, like, 30 pounds, and I was just like, oh, the sky is blue. This is great.
0: (laughs) There is, like that is absolutely human nature is to yes, if course, the other person so. is doing a little bit less than spectacular you're kind of like but here's
1: on. the shit thing right like we always compare we use comparison to either up ourselves or down ourselves yeah and so in the in the therapeutic world it's called comparative suffering mm-hmm. sometimes comparative suffering is a really helpful thing you can use it to say like oh it could be worse for me so that way it helps you accept where you're at but if mm-hmm. you use it other ways like oh you know it could be worse for me it kind of invalidates what you're going through too Yeah. so you have to do it well and so feeling any bit of a win is going to be a win
0: yeah. well and it's really like that the, the comparative thing, it's difficult because I think that's how a lot of people empathize as well. hmm You know, like if somebody is just like... You know oh i have a really wicked headache today you're like oh man yeah i totally get it because i had a wicked headache last week so like i understand where you're coming from
1: right right
0: but it's still it could completely come off as like a, oh i had a worse headache last week oh, so you better shut up that. and it's like that's such a delicate balance because i always want to be empathetic to it
1: right well that's the difference right that's empathy versus sympathy and yeah. apathy
0: right Like, I always want to be like, that sucks, and I'm sorry. And is there anything that I can do? But I do do the comparative things sometimes, but only to show that I understand what they're going through. But it might not ever come off as that.
1: But yeah, okay, so it is kind of cunty, I'll be honest. But you know what? (laughs) Cheers to you, Miranda. I don't know. Dr. Robert was probably one of my favorite boyfriends for her, actually.
0: I think that they have a really, really good chemistry.
1: Very good chemistry.
0: And, like... I don't know. Like, I've never really shipped her with anybody except for Steve and Robert. Right. And especially Same. in this episode, like, it's so much more, like, interesting. And I do appreciate that she she did this. So, like, for the last season, um, I think she actually, like, went into the writer's room uh, and was, like... Where's our diversity? This has been such a white watch. Did she? Yeah, I she she shot for that. Good and job, they were Seth like Nixon. Yeah, and so that's why they were like, nope, we're going to give her a black boyfriend. And I was just like, okay, well, one person of color, this right. whole freaking... A little
1: tokenistic, like, but we'll take anything at some point, right?
0: Right. Well, and in the early 2000s, I guess it was semi-progressive. Yeah. So...
1: Oh, yeah. Interracial relationship? Mm-hmm. See, I that didn't even dawn on me because I'm like, duh.
0: I just, like, I love that she fought for it. And I think that they have a super amazing chemistry. And like, it's just, I think, like, I almost would have rather her have given him a chance. Yeah. Because, like, spoiler alert, she ends up just dropping him like a hot potato for Steve.
1: Well, yeah, that's one way to put it. They're, they're screwing in the freaking closet. Yeah. At the birthday party.
0: Yeah. And that's so shitty. Like, so shitty. Like, Robert didn't deserve that.
1: No. The thing I think I like most about Steve, though, because, yeah, spoiler with they end up together, is that she's such a tight ass, and he is the complete opposite, whereas Robert is a little bit too on par with her, I think. Yeah. And it's just, it might have worked for, like, a hot minute, but it really would have gotten boring. There's so many Knicks games you could have gone to.
0: Yes. It would have eventually petered out, but I feel like in the meantime, like, they didn't really give it a chance to, like go the, the the route that it should have gone. I feel like they did it too late in the yeah. season and had to wrap it up in some way so that they could end up together as quickly as possible. Yeah. Because we're on... I, I didn't even realize that... they
1: have like they 10 get, episodes left.
0: Yeah, that there's there's not a lot of episodes left and they get married. Like, Steve and Branda get married in the, in the series and so it's like, they gotta hurry up.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Like, I kind of... I'm thinking, I'm like, how many do you have left? Because you've got to, like, you got to step up, bro. Like, I keep
1: having flashbacks of the movie. I need to, like...
0: Right? I know. The movies
1: are
0: movies are going to be fun to recap. That'll probably be... We should do have, it.
1: like, a watch party.
0: Oh, that'd be great. Yes.
1: Like, oh. five of us. It's going to be a fucking sh- drunk shit show of a podcast, but that'd be great.
0: I Yeah. I love that. We're going to do it. Mm. <laughs> We're going to do a watch party. I'm ready a note right now about it. Um, but yeah, so that's Miranda, and that's all I have for her. Did you have any closing thoughts?
1: Did I have anything else for Miranda? Do, 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 No, that's it. I oh. feel for Steve is all. But I you don't. are right. that is kind of a dick move, that now that she's, like, up and moving on, you want to, like, latch on. Mm-hmm. I'm down with that.
0: And I feel like... That's also a human thing, too. Is you're like, oh, oh shit, I can't have that anymore. Now I want it.
1: Yes. You see it in children with their toys. Mm
0: hmm. Yep. And people just become toys.
1: Oh and no, my cousin's playing with a toy I haven't touched in two years. Right. I all need of a it. I oh it. Cut it out. Go yeah. see a therapist. Call me.
0: And yeah, always go and see a therapist. That's the takeaway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I want to move into Samantha. I completely forgot that Samantha was dating
1: Smith, Smith. Jared.
0: Because it's been three or four like episodes, so I'm just like, God, I barely remember him.
1: Oh my gosh, I never <laughs> forget him. He is so hot.
0: I mean, he is. He's hot and sweet and also, like, no offense.
1: He's the absolute hunk.
0: But I feel like all of these women don't deserve all of the men that they end up with.
1: Ooh, my inner feminist is questioning that.
0: I, for the most part. So like all of the, the end of the series relationships. So Carrie ends up with Big, mm-hmm. which I feel like actually they deserve each other. I think now. they
1: deserve each other. They're both kind of a hot mess. Yes. They both had affairs with each other.
0: Yes. Yeah. They're a yes. mess. So they deserve each other. Um, Miranda and Steve. Steve is better than anyone. Like, and I mean, like, literally anyone, any human on the planet doesn't compare to the character of Steve. I think he's so freaking amazing and sweet. And the same was with Jared. And the same with Harry.
1: No, uh, see, Steve, I let go. Because I can, (laughs) the problem is I'm thinking that Steve ends up cheating.
0: I mean, okay, here's the thing.
1: So, I'm like, wait, 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 he ain't that good of a golden boy. So,
0: notwithstanding from the movie, the movie had to create friction between them somehow. Right. And I feel like it was just an excuse because the character Steve would have never cheated on her.
1: I don't know, he was a bartender who fucked like a thousand women before he got with Miranda.
0: Yeah, true, but also like... Not a slut shame. Yeah, and I love Miranda and I am a Miranda and I think it's because I'm a Miranda that I sort of understand his cheating because we can get into our heads a lot and we can not be as affectionate or be ice queens and not be... Like, if they have bad communication skills, which most men do, no offense, but they do. They do. Um... They start to feel not appreciated, but they don't talk about it, and it spirals, and then they cheat. So I feel like in that scenario, like not that it was Miranda's fault that Steve cheated, but there was a part that she played in it.
1: Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I just think back on these moments with Steve, especially when they first started dating and he was really proud and his ego got in the way of a lot of things and Mm -hmm. he is sweet and kind-hearted. So, yeah, I think he might be a little better. Smith Jared, though, is a very interesting person because he is nothing without Samantha. He would be serving shots of wheatgrass at Raw still.
0: True, but is his professional success really hinging on his personal and who he right. is as a person
1: i usually don't measure people on their careers but he wasn't doing anything even personality wise right
0: i mean i thought that he was a sweet guy from the very beginning
1: yeah but he i think he owes a lot to her the drive oh yeah, for sure right?
0: yes yes Completely. So she
1: created the drive i think without samantha he would have just been pretty happy and doing his thing but you know whatever mm-hmm. i will say spoiler alert he's a very supportive partner towards the end with yes. samantha's cancer yes.
0: yeah oh that's... you're right oh
1: i love him yeah well even in this episode so we're on to samantha right mm-hmm. this episode he was so sweet Ooh i loved it so in the episode he and is back in town he's with samantha Reminded that they're still together and he keeps trying to hold her hand and she is so averse, she is not having it.
0: Yeah, PDAs, I guess, are not her thing. Which no. is weird because she's had public sex before. Or at least initiated something akin to public sex before.
1: Right, the and, hand-holding is just too intimate.
0: And yeah, and hand-holding is too intimate. Which is funny because it was juxtaposed with the beginning scene where she is literally giving him All the a roadmap to giving her an orgasm because she had read some book.
1: Good for her. And
0: it's funny. Like, it made me, it like, made me, like, question it because though communication during sex is super important, um, and I always think about Kevin Smith chasing Amy. Oh, yeah. Where it's just, like, treat it like CNN and the other Channel, just constant updates. And I, though I agree with that, I also am not quite as, like verbal like word wise as she was she was like okay you know quarter turn to the left
1: one finger here yeah one two finger there. here
0: two there rub this go right here nope a little bit less pressure like she was giving it completely play by play I feel like that takes all of the fun out of it like I'm like well if there's no surprise then I don't know
1: I don't know if you need to get off get off well That's I just feel saying.
0: like at that point it's just easier to do it yourself
1: well, that's no fun. If
0: there's no. Well, well, well but it if could you're be like oh. instructing. I mean, there's definitely fun to be had. I just think that it's n- probably not as fun for him.
1: I don't think guys care. Really? I think honestly, when we're getting it on, we're just happy we're getting it on.
0: That's that's fair. I don't have the real perspective, so I'm glad are <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, if it was me, if, this, if the rules were reversed, I'd be like, uh, you're giving me too much to do. i'm tired i'm gonna get myself off and go to bed you have fun because i'm over this (laughs) like i would be mad if it was a constant thing like that and i think that's probably because on the other side of it like women to men if men are instructing they're so hardcore
1: about all Mm, of this so misogynist too
0: yeah and it feel yeah it feels like demeaning
1: women do not need to be fetishized by men i'm not for that
0: don't get me started. That's a whole other podcast. We've had this
1: conversation before. (laughs) We'll put a pin in that one. Yeah, put
0: a pin in that for sure. But Um, I
1: love the moment where after a few times of trying to hold hands, even Samantha falling to the vegetable hatch,
0: mm
1: -hmm. J was finally like, this is horse shit, hold my hand. And I was like, oh.
0: I loved that.
1: I came. It was so good.
0: That was so cute. I love the the aggressive softness of smith right.
1: the assertive with the intention of hey we're a thing mm-hmm. shut up
0: right it's like i i brought you to orgasm eight times last night you can't hold my hand on the street yeah was, was what that he said oh, no I that. I was like, no that's not but totally like damn but really? like essentially that's what he said and like i don't i don't think he's wrong i feel like I don't know. Maybe it's just a PDA thing with her in general.
1: No, I think it's emotional intimacy. But
0: yeah, emotional. And that's funny because I don't find hand-holding to technically be emotional intimacy for me. But...
1: Me either. It's like the very base response. I hold hands with people I just met.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, and it's like, it's sweet. It's innocent and sweet hand-holding.
1: Yeah.
0: And I don't, like, I don't know. She just got, I think she got a little too bent out of shape about something that... I wouldn't even think twice about.
1: Same thing with you and acupuncture. If you can take a dick, just hold a hand. Like my gosh.
0: Exactly. Yeah. No, that's true. I I don't get that. But whatever, Samantha, do your thing. It was a very cute moment. But I yes, loved it. Eventually she just did and it was super cute.
1: No. Yeah. Mm. Darling. Oh, I love Smith Jared. It's so fantastic. <laughs> Smith
0: Jared can get it.
1: Oh god, every time.
0: Smith Jared and Josh from younger.
1: Ugh. Oh my god. I know Nico Tortorella needs to call me. 775-997 give me a call it is, no. it is delicious oh lord <laughs> except in real life he doesn't have as many tattoos as he does any younger yes and so he needs to get more tattoos and call me and a face tap that's it a face tap oh, you're into gosh. the face tap yes really oh yeah
0: what kind of face
1: tat? I don't care
0: you don't care okay there's
1: something about tattoos man if a guy has a tattoo chances are they can commit if they're shitty tattoos, Ooh. they have bad taste. Then you just send them off. It's a signal. It's a roadmap. That's a really good point. Yeah.
0: Guys that can do tattoos can do commitment.
1: Yeah. I have six. I have commitment. <laughs> Nico Tortorella. <laughs> Call me. Yes.
0: I have zero. I can't commit. <laughs> 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 I, yeah. No, it's like I told you that I was like, okay, if I can have a good idea for a tattoo for a year and not change my mind about it and still want it. Then I'll get it. We're
1: gonna make an appointment. We just talked about that. Don't <laughs> we pull are, out now. But I'm so
0: scared, cause needles.
1: It's <laughs> not going in you. Well, it does. I mean, it is. It kind of is, huh? <laughs> yeah. I love it. I think it's such a good feeling.
0: Yeah. I don't know.
1: We'll find out. All I need is to be as a tattoo artist. Oh my god. Oh, so Josh, <laughs> that'd be perfect.
0: Yes. We'll just go to Inkberg.
1: Inkberg. Yes. <laughs> be great. Oh my I god, got my it. whole body would be tied up.
0: But Karen is back on the she, lawn oh again. Oh my
1: gosh! she has three chairs.
0: Three chairs? Oh, she does have three chairs. What in the world? I don't know. She's set up like the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is about to come down the street.
1: This is so bizarre. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on.
0: <laughs> this is highly entertaining. This she is, doesn't even
1: live there. She's just a guest.
0: I, that That's the weirdest thing. Is that if you're a guest, aren't you like, don't you want to go out and do stuff? Like, why would you want to drive however many hours just to spend hours in someone else's house.
1: I don't see her. Do you see her?
0: I see her, yeah. She's at the edge. Oh, With so one of the kids. So odd. They're wild. But yeah, so that's that's Samantha.
1: Yeah. Loved oh, it. That was my favorite part of the show, actually. This episode, I mean.
0: Yes. Yeah. I think mm. the hand-holding is so sweet.
1: It's very sweet. I
0: love hand-holding. It's so cute. Uh, but yeah. So Carrie, um, Big, is back. They meet at the... The polo... I forget the name of the You walked by it, But yeah, I walked by it when I was um, panic running away from Times Square.
1: Oh. Oh, man. I bet you were. I was. I love Times Square, though. It's so fun.
0: Oh, my God. I literally, while in Times Square, tweeted about how Times Square has made me fear death again. Oh.
1: Uh-huh. I stayed in Times Square when I went to New York for a week. Stayed. I would never do it again, and here's the reason: I forgot my cell phone, so I had to go back to my room on like the 50th floor. Yeah. In Times Square, it took me 40 minutes to get back to my room to get my cell phone. I believe it. So never again. But I love me some Times Square. Oh God, I hate it. The best people watching in the world.
0: There's so many people. I just feel like I'm gonna get pit pocketed like any minute. They're too close to you. And that was before COVID.
1: Oh, yeah. That would be horrible. Oh, Pickpocket my cigarettes. They're like 15 bucks a pack there.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> Get no. it back. Get no. it back.
1: No. Ooh, God, I don't know if I could ever do it again, though. Could you imagine what Times Square is going to look like after COVID? That's way too many people.
0: That's way too many people. Mm-mm. But yeah, I didn't like it. I was very scared the whole time. And I yelled at um, the people <laughs> the people working in for like, the Bubba Gump. Oh, yeah. Because I couldn't find my way.
1: Because oh. it was
0: just... Well, the place that I was supposed to be at was, like, on a block of Broadway that was in Times Square. And it was one tiny, tiny door that oh. I was just... unmarked door that I was supposed to know went to where I was supposed to go. It were set up. In the entire block. And so I, like, I went into Times Square. Couldn't find it. Panicked so hard that I had to walk a block out of Times Square to catch my breath and re like 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 refocus my efforts and then go back into Times Square.
1: Oh yeah that's the introvert.
0: yeah oh yeah Ooh. it was totally I was like there's too many people there's too many lights there's too much stimuli I cannot handle it but yeah. ah,
1: I miss it I loved New York City.
0: I, I loved every other part of New York City and I loved Brooklyn but Times Square, I wanted to die.
1: Mm, that makes sense. I'll give that to you. It is kind of <laughs> overwhelming.
0: It's too much. Yeah, I couldn't handle it. Um, so, Big is back for a visit, and they meet up very close to Times Square. <laughs> the, like, at the bar you walk out. At the bar that has like all the jockeys out front. It's super cute. Um, which was also in One Fine Day. That was oh, where she had drinks at the end yeah. as well. Uh, and it's funny because when I was there... I was um I walked past and I saw it and I was just like that's really cool I feel like I've been there before though and I took a picture of it and it wasn't until later when I was watching One Fine Day that I was like oh my god it was there I was there Hmm. that is that drives my roommate fucking crazy now.
1: The I Was There thing? The
0: I Was There, because I do that with every single movie that we watch that's in New York. Because ultimately, they always go by Rockefeller Center, which is pretty much where I was staying. Times Square, which is, you know, like, right down the street, like, seven blocks or something. Mm -hmm. And I walked up Fifth Avenue. It's pretty much where I stayed, though. Like, I went down... Um, to meet up with my cousin, like, once. So it was, like, in lower Manhattan, briefly. Mm. But most of it was all surrounding Rockefeller Center. So every single time we watch a movie and there's something like this, like the Jockey Club bar or something like that, I'm like, oh, my God, I was there!
1: Oh, uh, maybe he's just jealous.
0: He's just, I mean, probably also jealous. But I'm also pretty obnoxious about it. Mm. Especially, he's... <laughs> He showed me Birdman, and there's a scene in Birdman where Michael Keaton exits out of the theater to go, and then he he walks up the street to go to the front of the theater. Mm-hmm. And it's a single shot, and I was freaking out the whole time. I was like, "Where is he going? Where is he going? Where is he going?" And he's like, and my roommate's like, "He's just going to the front of the theater," and I'm like, "He is gone." The entire block. He's nowhere near that theater anymore. I was like losing my mind about it. And he was cracking up. He was like, no, he's going to the front of the theater. And I'm like, he is not going to the front of the theater.
1: Hmm. Did you like Birdman?
0: I thought it was it was interesting. I feel like if I had watched it, it would be my favorite if it was a different... Like, if I was in a different mood. You know what I mean? Hmm. If I was in a more artsy style mood when I watched it, I probably would have appreciated it more.
1: I hadn't seen it. It's on my list to watch.
0: It's it's interesting. It is set up to look like it is a whole shot.
1: Oh, that's, like, continuous? Yeah. Ooh, awesome. Mm-hmm. Love
0: that. Ooh. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's good. I, I have um, a copy of Raymond Carver's short stories, and I was told that Birdman is supposed to be based on Raymond Carver's what we talk about when we talk about love short story and i love mm. it so i've been meaning to watch it but i haven't watched it yet
0: yeah Oh, no, it's good i'll have to bring it i'll bring it over if it's not streaming somewhere
1: yeah so she's having dinner with mr big
0: yes and they're super flirty they actually have a very good rapport this episode
1: mm-hmm. good banter oh my god mm. carrie's hair was so much better this episode than it was the last episode
0: i feel like somebody like saw the dailies and was like get over here we need to fix that hair because it's oh, so much better.
1: I get so offended when people compare Sarah Jessica Parker to a foot. I don't know who came up with that, but it's really stuck. <laughs> and it really offends me, but the last episode was really quite tragic. But this one, I was like, oh, thank God, her hair is better. Yeah, oh. it's so
0: funny. See, I always hear her being referred to as a horse.
1: Oh, yeah, that's the other one. Having,
0: like, a horse face. And that yeah. I see. Aww. That I see a little bit. But I think I'm just jealous because my face looks like a moon pie, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> It's just round and white and just no definition whatsoever. So I think I'm probably just jealous that she has a chin and I don't. <laughs>
1: mm. I love Sarah Jessica Parker.
0: Um, she's, she's interesting. She's been an interesting part of like movies growing up for me.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Her and her husband, what Matthew Broderick, mm-hmm. they're supposed to be opening a new show next year on Broadway, a play called the party suite i think there was i think they were supposed to
0: open it up and then COVID happened oh i want to go i really i want to i want to go see sutton foster and Hugh <gasps> jackman and the music man <gasps> oh so bad. god
1: i would i would i would murder people to see sutton foster i really don't care about hugh jackman but sutton foster is something else mm-hmm.
0: that i was super upset about so they announced that one and they didn't say when it was coming and i was like oh my god what if that was my first broadway show what if i saw the music man which was my dad and i's favorite musical together what if i saw that and that was the first thing i saw on broadway and i got so excited and they were like yep january 2021 or something and i was Mm -hmm. like shit (laughs) that's not gonna work for me but i still ended up going to the winter garden theater because that's where i saw beetlejuice
1: oh yeah My gosh, I haven't been to New York in ages. My first show on Broadway was The Little Mermaid classic. (sighs) (laughs) It's so cliched. And then I saw Avenue Q off Broadway there.
0: Oh my God, I love Avenue Q. It was
1: so good. Loved it.
0: I only saw Avenue Q at The Wynn in Vegas. It was good. It was amazing. So The Wynn does this weird thing where for the first month, the Broadway shows um, are full-length. And so I got the actual full version of Avenue Q. Oh. But then after like a few weeks or something, the um they put it into Vegas time, which is an hour and a half, no intermission. Oh. So I was lucky enough to have seen it three times, twice when it was the full length, um, and then... Mm-hmm. Once when it was the abbreviated version. Oh,
1: how fun.
0: And it was the same with Spam a Lot. I got to see the full length Spam a Lot. Oh, fun. And then the abbreviated Spam a Lot. I was
1: supposed to see Spam a Lot in Sacramento, but I think they pushed it back to next year.
0: Oh, COVID. It's so much fun. Oh, yeah. I love Spam a Lot. And what was the other one that I saw? Oh, Paris had the producers, mm. and they did the same thing where, like, the first run it was. The full version and, and, they cut it down. and then they cut it down afterwards because it's vegas so like literally what you need to do in vegas is you need to entertain them and then get them back out on the casino floor so that they can you know lose all of their money so like i get it but also kind of sad but the producers i saw a lot for some reason i just kept getting tickets to it but it was always a different celebrity like hmm. that was always their draw like right. Roger Debris was always a different person like a different person like once it was Tony Danza it was David Hasselhoff like oh God. they just rolled through all of these people and it was wild but it was fun but I really I don't know I think that I like the movie the original producers movie better than I like the musical
1: hmm. I don't know I haven't seen it
0: oh it's good
1: I know, I hate confessing that. I'm like, mm. oh no, I don't know what I'm talking about. That's okay.
0: You don't have, like, listen, we can't watch everything. There's a lot out there.
1: But I'm an aficionado, so I need to.
0: Well, eventually you will. It'll be fine. I
1: will. No I judgment. Try not to watch recordings of it. I really would like to see things live, but of course that's all dependent on access. If we were on Broadway, this would be a very different story. Yes. But yes, the music man, yeah. oh, Sutton Foster, love her to death.
0: Yeah, I'm very, I hope they still end up having it, that show. Yeah, Because they can't even really go into rehearsal. Like, they were saying that even if they say, okay, Broadway's open back up, it would still be six weeks before they could actually prep a show.
1: I I just read an article today that they're going to be reopening six on uh, the West End here soon.
0: Yeah, well, I think they're way better in England right now, like, than we are as far as COVID happening. Mm. Like, I think they're almost done.
1: I don't know. I started to going to the movie theaters again. I don't know if I would go to a theater theater just yet.
0: I don't know that, yeah. There's, I mean, there's that article that was saying that.
1: Oh, the Fauci, Fauci one?
0: Fauci saying that we won't be safe and for another year. And I'm like, thanks, guys. I'm like, I just want to go to a show.
1: i do anything.
0: Even a crappy show. I would love to go to a crappy show. Mm. Oh, well. But back to Carrie.
1: Oh, yeah. We um, can you get overtime <laughs> for Carrie.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, Carrie, um, flirty with big and he says hey I've like I love this back and forth with them where he's like can I tell you a secret and she's like that's not your real hair <laughs>
1: <laughs> That was a good one.
0: <laughs> I loved that. But then he was just like uh no I'm having an angioplasty to which she burst into tears badly really badly Oh,
1: she's scared.
0: I she's not allowed to be scared. She's 35. She's been through it.
1: I will say don't make it about you. Right? Oh,
0: and that's another thing too like being obnoxious like that, making it about her. Completely. And she tells the girls and cries again.
1: Yep. Goes to the hospital, sees him after procedure, cries again. hmm And really, you're like, he's laid up in bed. Yeah. Moaning from pain, and you're like...
0: Grr! Yeah, it's, it's unnecessary.
1: Nothing to do with you, really.
0: Yeah, it has nothing to do with you. And that's... I don't know. I had... To be fair, I had a response like that when my grandma had a heart attack, and I went to go and visit her. Well, it's a fucking heart attack. Her, but I did it in the privacy of my own room after everyone had gone to bed, too. You know what I mean?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. Sorry, my dog just wants attention. He He has like the restless legs syndrome of leg, so dogs. He just cannot stop walking.
0: Yeah, for for being as old as they are, they like get around. Yeah, like they are so mobile. I'm jealous because I'm not. <laughs> 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 I'm like I'm not near as old as you guys but I'm still still not gonna do it Um, she did say something that I think was really an interesting thing to say which is some people get under your skin and stay there and I think that that like oh, I that I remember you me...
1: having a response when she said it too. yeah I'm
0: like that made me think and I was like ooh who is that for me
1: some people get under your skin and stay there Who could that be for you?
0: I mean, I think I have an idea of who that could be for me, but I don't know, man. Like, there, but there are definitely some people, it's almost like that thing where like you flip a coin and you automatically know what the decision is you want to make while it's in the air. Right. It's kind of like kind of like that a little bit where you're just like well i don't think that i can think of anybody but if somebody held a gun to my head i'm sure i could come up with a couple of names right and i just thought it was just an interesting an interesting comment like that people there are people that will sort of always bother you like that in a way or like that you won't feel closure for
1: yeah even though we may not want to admit it
0: right I know nobody wants to admit that it's awful, but like, but that does happen. Um, and her, I couldn't help but wonder of the episode is just how dangerous is an open heart?
1: I know. Ooh, I have the chills just thinking about it. <laughs> I don't know. That's such a hard question. It's.
0: I mean, yeah, it is a really hard question because there, but there's also no risk without reward, reward, and so you have to even if it's scary you know you kind of have to have an open heart
1: yes because the opposite is true if you have a closed off one you're missing on everything
0: yeah and it is it's illustrated very broadly by Big because she comes over to his hotel in like a candy striper uniform which what are you even doing that was so cheesy I'm like you're 35 years old don't dress up
1: and it wasn't even that good of a costume.
0: No. If you're gonna,
1: if you're gonna hoe it up, hoe it up.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, brings dominoes to him, sets up the dominoes while he supervises for some reason. Hey. Um, but while she's doing it,
1: he's like laying it on thick.
0: He's really, and she, I don't think she got it. I think that she totally didn't get it, but he shot his shot. He was like, Hey,
1: let's be together. Let's
0: grow old together.
1: Let's get the early birth specials. Yeah.
0: Which totally would have melted my heart. Oh my gosh,
1: I was turned on. I just loved it.
0: Yeah, like and he was being really sweet and very much not like him. And she brushed it off. She was like, Yeah, okay, I'll meet you there. And So later, he really tries it again, where he was like, no, seriously, why don't we try and make this work? Why don't we make this work? Which she says, "Mm, I don't know.
1: I know. I was, well, I think I even told you in the middle of the episode, I was like, oh, that's so irritating. Mm -hmm. Here she is crying this entire episode. Yeah. Does she not realize that she's crying because she loves him? She must know.
0: And she might just be crying because she's scared. Like, don't a lot of people sometimes have that weird response of when somebody else is in danger, they realize their own mortality?
1: Yes, it does. You know, we can have, like... So in the the therapy where they call it transference, you have, like, an emotional reactivity over someone else's experience. Mm -hmm. But usually it's because you attach it to something else emotionally for yourself. Mm -hmm. So if it's, like, you see another dog... Uh, that looks like you're a dog who has passed away. You're going to be activated by it. Mm -hmm. And so I think she is scared. Yes, that's very true. But she's scared of, you know, ultimately losing him.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And here he is talking to you about having, you know, the early bird special every day for the rest of your lives. Mm -hmm. And she was just... I don't know what she said afterwards. She literally
0: said, I don't know. And then they fell asleep. Yeah. And I... Yeah, I have to wonder when it comes to Carrie. Like, if she doesn't want to open up her heart to him because she's scared about him dying. Maybe. But then why show up? Right, yeah, because she's taking care of him. Like, she's laying it on thick with his convalescence.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I wouldn't
0: take care of an ex-boyfriend like that. Yeah. I would be like, hey, if you need a pizza, let me know, and I'll send it through Postmates. Like, I'm (laughs) going to see you. We're done. Yeah, like... It was really, really, really weird.
1: And then to and, be upset the next morning.
0: Well, yeah. Then the next morning, he had completely closed himself off and was done.
1: For obvious reasons. He yeah. shot a shot and she just completely ignored it. Yeah.
0: But she, of course, being Carrie and being completely narcissistic, yeah. just, like, doesn't understand why he's suddenly so cold towards her. But, like, he put himself out there twice. Right. And you didn't take it either time. Right. So like you can't be mad
1: about that. It was it wasn't even indirect. It was quite direct. He it was he very said direct. what are we doing? Life's too short. Yep. And your response was, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I would have I'd be more upset than he was, honestly. Oh yeah. Like I would have been like, What the fuck, man? Like I'm putting putting it out here. Just hold my fucking hand. You know?
1: Like, let's figure it out. That's a good answer. That
0: is a good answer. Let's figure out is a great answer and she but she didn't have anything <laughs> like that. Oh she's so annoying. She's a mess
1: <laughs>
0: oh. uh, she's she's a wonderful mess but what can you do?
1: Poor things.
0: That? that's our episode. Do you you have anything to plug anything you want to talk about? Any final thoughts?
1: I want to just repeat what Big said. Life is too short. Just enjoy yourself and do it. Shoot your shot. I'm all about that. That's fantastic.
0: Yeah, put the ego aside.
1: Yeah, don't deal with the horse shit. Hold hands. Yes. I love it.
0: Exactly. I love that.
1: Take risks, whether it's acupuncture or not.
0: Right? (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) I like the messages
1: in this episode, actually.
0: Yeah, it was was a pretty wholesome episode for them. Mm -hmm. Usually it's all pretty superficial, but this was a pretty good
1: one. Yeah, I liked it.
0: I love that. Well, if you want to ask Randy any questions or if you want to date him, then send us an email. Yeah. I can help podcast at gmail.com. Um, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at, at We Swear on Chanel. Um, and that is that's it for us. Uh, so I just wanna end it the way we always do. So remember, always, always wear, wear a
1: condom. A condom. Bye. It's not stopping. It's not stopping!